I'm Anne. And I'm Lita. And this is Vodka Lemonade Stand. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was a good clink. That was a good clink. It was we very sh- clean. We should do pint glasses all the time we are switching to pint glasses because we've had a few too many like accidents or near accidents oh yeah i remember i said that last time like we should switch to pint glasses. yeah so that was the executive decision made today um because we're not to be trusted which makes sense because Mm -hmm. when you're drinking isn't when you're at your most like nimble agile yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) <laughs> yeah um exactly. and pint glasses are designed to be like bottom heavy yeah. like not spill proof but spill resistant yes so um shout out to the people who designed pint glasses they're great whoever they are <laughs> we could do beer steins too like just oh my god two inches worth of dude someday a beer stein. someday we need our own branded glasses Ooh. maybe even soon Okay, I'm telling you that wouldn't be that hard because glass etching is super easy. Is it? Yeah. All you have to do is you basically get, like, this glass etching paste. And in the background, you can hear crows because it's fall in Portland. Welcome. It's We're getting ready for Halloween. We're getting ready for Halloween. <laughs> My shirt came in the mail this week. Yes. Anyway, we'll get to that later. As far as glass etching goes, it's really easy. You just get this, like, paste from a craft store mm-hmm. in a stencil, and you stick the stencil to some glass, and you put the paste, like, on mm-hmm. it, and you wait a couple minutes. It eats away at the glass, and you rinse no. it down the sink, and it, your glass That's it's etched. so easy. It's so easy. We just need to make a stencil of our... We just need our... a stencil. Yeah. But I know people who make vinyl stickers, and it's, like, the same deal, so... I feel like it's not that hard. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Merch! <laughs> Uh, let us know what kind of merch you want and tweet us. We're at, <laughs> at Vodka Lem Stand. Um, we're already, we have sweat, we're going to do sweatshirts and mm-hmm. we're going to do glasses. I have a button maker also. Oh, fuck. I, every time I'm like, Anne, we need to make buttons. And then we just forget. Well, what we need is the right size, like little template. That's to, true. Like, okay. That's, on. that can be my homework. Um, but yeah, sweatshirts, if you have any other interests, let us know. Tell us what you want. We also have a contact form on our website. Oh, yeah. It's there. It's at the bottom of the first page. Our website has made strides. I made some font adjustments. She did. She did. It's it's starting to come together. Before our homepage, it took like seven years to scroll down. Yeah. It's very long. Also, I forgot to enable a feature that enables faster loading, even though I oh. know this platform backwards and forwards. So, um, oh, well. Enjoy, okay. enjoy our site. VodkaLemonadeStand.com <laughs> Because it's your day job, you get a pass. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Um, okay. This week was terrible for a lot of different reasons. And neither of us actually paid attention to what was going on in pop culture this week. Like, if I thought about it really hard, I could probably pull some stuff out. Yeah. It was, like, really... It just, like, speckled in there. Yeah. The, the misery and the heartbreak and the pain. Because the Emmys weren't even interesting. No. So they're not worth talking about. Yeah. I didn't see any red carpet stuff. I like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel fine, but not enough to like freak out about how many Emmys it got. I'm over it. That's fair. We're ready for the fall. We're ready for a new season of television. We're also ready for the world to, like, stop being on fire. 
always ready for that. Um, not sure when it's going to happen, but I'm yeah, always ready fuck, for it. I know. I know. Um, so we're not even going to do our normal pop culture recap because who the fuck cares? <laughs> you know, like when when your democracy is in danger, you can't you can't really care about what's happening it's hard which says a lot about or for us yeah because i i so i value all that stuff is such a good distraction to like keep you like in it and lucid because you need a break every now and then sometimes even a break doesn't do it and you just gotta like crawl up in your bed and do what i did which is watch the entire second season of american vandal in one go so that was me i had to read a bunch of like really complicated yoga texts oh so that's been where my energy has been focused i'm doing yoga teacher training i'm gonna talk about yoga for the next four months because i literally spend now between 20 and 30 hours a week doing it so part-time job yeah yeah i know paying paying for for. (laughs) but receiving something in return it's true that's a life skill so is there like a certification so I'm doing, sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. I might still sneeze. Who knows? Um, I'm doing the 200-hour certification. That's like the foundational basic yoga teacher training. And then some people have their 500-hour certification, which is just like bananas. And then you can specialize in different areas. So you might like get really into prenatal yoga or you might mm. want to I don't know, teach specific styles that aren't necessarily covered in your 200 hours. So you'd have to go like do something else. Anyway, I'm just doing vinyasa. It's my, it's my jam. So yoga all the time. Um, so last weekend we were very disappointed by the movie Sierra Burgess's loser. Yeah. I had, I had high hopes. I thought it was going to be analogous to, to all the boys I've loved before in terms of quality and just general excitement. Um, I didn't enjoy it that much. We were wrong. I'm going to refer back to our notes because I think we spent most of this movie just being really frustrated and yelling and not necessarily absorbing. Yeah. And yeah, I think part of the frustration was we love everyone in this movie. Yeah, that's like, so true. Shannon Purser is so beautiful and love lovely. Love Shannon Purser. And in every way. We love and Noah Centineo. Like, yeah, happy hashtag by visibility day to Shannon Purser. Nice. My queen. Um, she didn't get... Okay, let's go she back. Just, uh, let's go back to our question that we've she deserves asked better. multiple times throughout this podcast did this movie start out this bad what do you think i think it was an earnest attempt to adapt what like 15th century source material yeah into the teen like high school drama context which has been successful in the past with like 10 things i hate about you etc etc she's the man yeah. Love, she's the man. Um, it did not translate. And it was confusing and poorly told. Yes. So I think it's the kind of thing that, like, if a couple people had been a bit more on their game, it could have been a really enjoyable movie. Yeah. It wasn't. No. 
I also discovered when I was Googling that the person who wrote the screenplay is like now one of the most in-demand Hollywood screenwriters. And but, I'm like, yeah. but why though? This was one of her first screenplays that she sold and it was years ago is the thing. Right? Like I, this movie was filmed like at least a year and a half ago. Let's see. 65% Rotten Tomatoes. That seems generous. Doesn't it? I think that seems generous. I mean, that's a D. I give this movie a D. Yeah, but like some movies have 9%. Like what? Like, I'm pretty sure Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> I like Vampire Academy more than I like this because the difference is Vampire Academy is so bad it's entertaining how yeah. bad it is. This was not entertaining. Sierra Burgess is just disappointing and it's not yet bad enough for me to be like, oh, the bad part is the fun. Okay. So her name is Lindsay Beer. Um, when did she sell this movie? Okay. What the fuck? Sierra Burgess is a loser writer. Lindsay Beer says fans can vote to give Noah Centineo's character a last name in a what? possible Why? sequel. That's the dumbest the shit I've ever heard. This is from Teen Vogue, by the way. Um, that's so dumb. What? I also didn't like having to pretend for an hour and a half that Shannon Purser isn't gorgeous. Yeah, it was. But it's that Hollywood thing. It's like the fu- like trying to say Rachel A. Cook isn't beautiful. Yeah, you know, in um, or Lady or Lady Gaga in a, in Star, a Star is, is Born. Born. When Bradley Cooper's like, I think you're beautiful. I'm like, yeah, no shit. She's fucking Lady Gaga. Like she's stunning. That's true. I'm still not over her and Taylor Kinney. By the way, their breakup was one of the hardest celebrity breakups I have endured. He's, I just, I, it was like so improbable that I just loved it. A hard one for me was Amy Poehler and Will Arnett. Oh yeah, that was hard. And then she started dating Nick Kroll and I was like, oh, which is maybe mean. I mean, I mean, all of his characters are really like gnarly, but I have no idea what he's like in real life. So Nick Kroll. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was purely based on. good at playing assholes. Yeah. But so is Will Arnett. Will Arnett, that's true. I, I don't think he was, I've never seen him play anything even remotely close to normal. Yeah, he's always messed up in some way. Bojack Horseman, season five. All of 30 Rock. Mm. Arrested Development. Yeah, seriously. Okay, <laughs> none of this is loading, so I don't know when she sold the script. Um, it doesn't work. It's not good. It doesn't capture with accuracy what it's like being in high school. No. These days, not that I've been in high school lately, but I know it's not like that. Um, they're having a lot of text message conversations, but you're reading it on their screen instead of like in bubbles that help you actually read what the conversation is. I think that was a storytelling error. Another storytelling error is there's apparently two opposing high schools and Noah oh, yeah. Noah's character is at the other one and Sierra Burgess and her cheerleader friend are at the first one. They have the same school colors. Blue. They're very similar. So I didn't know they were two different schools. Yeah, we had no idea. It was so messed up. We had no idea. Like, how hard is that to rent a different set of football uniforms for two different schools? Like, Christ. I I couldn't tell you. I don't know. 
Because the whole time I was like, why doesn't Noah recognize Sierra Burgess? Why doesn't Noah recognize this cheerleader girl? Like, why is there so much identity confusion? They all must have grown up together. His well, apparently they didn't. name is Jamie, by the way. Um, yeah, I've been I've been like switching between no, I know, names I know. and actor names because it's, I'm so frustrated. No, that's totally legit. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Anne's consumed an entire bottle of wine by herself today. So <laughs> it was. It has been many hours. I'll say. No, it. I know. It's I know. Been at least four hours. I'm not. I'm not. Obviously, I'm not <laughs> making any judgment. Like, what the? F- <gasps> I just want all our listeners to know. If I had a bottle of wine in less than an hour, I'd be much more drunk than I am. That's but true. it has been four hours. And we ate shepherd's pie that oh, we made. such good shepherd's it was pie. Really good. Okay. So I'm scrolling through my notes and I'm not going to... Yeah. So one of them, Shannon Purser does not look like a man. What the fuck? <laughs> um, in what universe does bitch girl, aka cunt face... Apparently I started calling her oh, cunt face. that's something you wrote? We were so angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in what universe does she think she's too good for Noah? Fair. Yeah, he's really cute. Fair. He's so good looking. And like the quote unquote losers he hangs out with are like also pretty cute. I know. Um, another quote, flash your boobs in Cancun hot. I can't remember who they were talking. Were they talking about Noah? I have no idea who they were talking about. I just think that's I mean, funny. He, he is. Um, another quote, texting leads to calls. Calls lead to handholding. Handholding leads to teen pregnancy. Accurate. Um, oh Never hold yeah, hands. None of them had area codes, which yeah, we thought was weird. And, they, and we're, they're swapping phone numbers all the time, but it's never with an area code. And I'm like, just use 555 like everybody else does. It's not that hard. Oh, I got a kick out of, because Sierra Burgess and her friend, whose name I do not remember. Oh, yeah. He was underused. I remember complaining about that. I'm like, why are you you're just, you're just inserting a black character to have commentary, but like not actually developing him at all? That's racist yeah um let's see what else oh talking on the phone nostalgia we had a conversation about that um i miss talking on the phone i remember being a teenager and like laying in my bed and talking on the phone until like 4 a.m i did a lot of texting and that's back when texts cost you five cents yeah god it was so (laughs) my parents got really mad at me when i got my first boyfriend and i texted him all the time and racked up that phone bill um that's when i got a real cell phone um it was real coming of age so the low point of sierra burgess is a loser for me was when sierra sees uh noah's character jamie jamie (laughs) in the wild um in the wild yeah like not (laughs) they're not texting each other they're not like on social media they're like actually physically in the same place and she's like, oh, I'm in a situation where I have to talk to him. And I don't oh, know how. Oh, no. So because she panics and can't figure out how to talk to him. And also she wants to hide her voice because she's mm-hmm. been talking to him on the phone. But using her cheerleader friend's, like, face. She's um, catfishing. She's catfishing, she's catfishing, basically. She's like, oh, he can't hear my voice. I have to pretend to be deaf. Which is bad enough. Little does Sierra Burgess know that Jamie's brother is deaf and he knows sign language and he tries to sign with her and she just fucking fakes it and i was like this sucks so hard like my skin was crawling yeah it was bad i hated it so much i was like honestly you just gotta come out with it right now because you can't keep pretending to know sign language and be deaf if you're not yeah i hated it okay low point of the movie for me which i talked about at work afterwards 
because I work in DV, whatever, um, was when, okay, so I'm going to set up the scene. Jamie is on a date with cheerleader. I genuinely don't remember her name at all. We'll I just call her cheerleader. They okay. really don't really develop her belong like cheerleader who has a like helicopter mom and her her siblings are like pageant girls. Like that's her character. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Jamie's on a date with cheerleader and they are like standing outside his car. His Jeep. His Jeep. Thank you. Um, what is with teens and Jeep? Like teen wolf like i feel like there's always a fucking I think, jeep i think tv and movies like to think that teens drive jeeps but i never knew a team who drove a jeep we all drove, drove no. subarus but yeah. we're in the pacific northwest so I don't yeah know. that's true <laughs> um we should look back to what lara jean drove since she was supposedly well, I in bet portland it was like Honda Civic or something i think it was bigger than that i don't think it was a compact i thought it was bigger I'll look it up. Okay. Anyway, um, so (laughs) Sierra Burgess was like hiding underneath his car because that's normal. Um, Like a serial killer. And the one rule she made with cheerleader was that cheerleader could not kiss Jamie. Um, And so Jamie obviously wants to kiss cheerleader because they've been like talking on the phone all the time and flirty texting back and forth and so they do this really elaborate thing where cheerleader is like close your eyes and she like covers his eyes and they like like, you couldn't hear they swap places so sierra pops out from underneath the car cheerleader goes somewhere else so sierra kisses jamie instead of cheerleader which consent is a thing like you cannot do that Maybe Jamie's character was supposed to be deaf because you're not going to not hear people scrambling around. And more relevantly to me, when you're kissing someone, usually, you are coming into contact with their face and their hair. And their smell. And their smell. Like, all of those things would be drastically different. Like, Cheerleader had long blonde hair. Shannon Purser has red curly hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just, it was implausible to the point that it was so frustrating. And in case you're not following along, Sierra Burgess is a Loser is loosely based on the French medieval play Cyrano de Bergerac, wherein, and this is my, like, half-remembered Wikipedia summary, uh, Cyrano de Bergerac lead character is, like, a dude with a big nose and is, like, kind of ugly, and this was probably a very anti-Semitic play, probably. Um, and he ends up working with this really attractive young gentleman to try and seduce this really attractive young, like, you know, French lady and antics ensue. It's like Commedia dell'arte, Dilly Bob, except that's Italian and this is French. Um, if you're a theater major, tweet us. <laughs> I can text my sister. Love stand. I'd be like... Um, hello. <laughs> hello, theater major. Can you explain this play to me? So how this broke down in the movie was Sierra Burgess put up posters for tutoring. Um, yeah. And mean cheerleader took all of the, like, phone number tabs. She ripped them all off. And then when Jamie came up to her in a diner restaurant place, because... That's, That's something <laughs> that people do. Um, he was like, can I have your number? Which, I don't know. I've had friends who have experienced that. I personally have never had someone come up to me and be like, 
Can I have your number? One time. I was at the pumpkin patch. <laughs> I forgot about this until recently. I was at the pumpkin patch, and there was this really cute guy with, like, green eyes who was running the pumpkin cannon. And I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And he runs a pumpkin cannon. So I, like, walked away, and I was like, to my sister, I was like, Aaron, will you give this guy my number? And here I wrote on a piece of paper, and she's like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she gives this kid and i forget his name she gives him his number and we text a little bit and turns out he went to lincoln high school oh, so gross. if you know any cute kids with green eyes who know how Wait, to run a pumpkin can, what was it our year i have no i think so you have to look up his name because i probably know okay. him i i don't know i went how to lincoln high school so that's the that that's the connection there anyway he went to lead high school um and we texted for a couple of days but it never went anywhere but he okay. did text back Okay, well, that's nice. I guess it happens occasionally. <laughs> no one likes me enough to do that, I guess. I don't give my phone number out also. Well, yeah, yeah. It was me being very forward. You were very right? That's good. Forward is good. I anyway. Like senior year. Fuck it. I don't care. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um, yeah, senior year of college. Whew! Free for all. We had this thing where you could, like, um anonymously message people who you wanted to have sex with Yo! essentially um and everyone had pokemon names Holy so it was shit. all like super um super anonymous and you would only find out who it was if you matched oh my god um that's my dream and it was bananas people come out of the woodwork you're like what the fuck that's my dream um i was like seeing someone so i didn't take advantage of it but mostly um but i don't know something about like the last six weeks of weeks of senior year people were doing like the craziest shit um i should have gone you know everybody in claremont would go for like senior week to san diego mm. and i didn't go one because i couldn't afford it like oh yeah you know not having money in college is a thing uh and two i had like papers to finish but i'm pretty sure that's where all the partying went down in addition to all the normal partying. Yeah. I just, it was like nothing. I, I have never like experienced so much blatant, just like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like you were like beating them off. <laughs> like, like genuinely. Swatting them away no, like flies. This one guy like left clothes at my apartment during a party. So he would have a reason to come back. Like left his shirt behind our couch. I was like, "Why are you doing that?" I I uh, anyway. Um, Sierra Burgess is a loser. <laughs> Getting back. Okay, so he asks for her number and instead of giving him her number, she gives him Sierra's number. And she's like, "Tee, this is oh my God, what so fun funny. Prank. Oh my god." Um, but then Romance ensues. They start talking, Sierra and Jamie, and he sends shirtless pictures of himself, which, like, <laughs> I'm, I wouldn't complain about that. Um, my dad's going to listen to this. Not anyway. Not <laughs> Um. Anyway, um, so they start talking, and then she, like, gets cheerleader in on it because they're becoming friends. Yeah, and, and she's tutoring her. <laughs> 
she's tutoring her because oh, of her college boyfriend. Because her college subplot. boyfriend bro- breaks up with her, and Sierra is like, you know, the way you can get your college boyfriend back is to like be smarter. Yeah, it was, and it wasn't even smarter. It was like more knowledgeable yeah, more, about like Greek philosophers. Yeah, that's not how you impress. Like, just because he's in college doesn't mean he's smart all of a sudden. Nope. Like, if he's in college and he's, like, flirting with you because you're in high school, it means he, he's in you because he's a fucking creep. Yep. Like, not because he's, you're like, yep. you're smart. And it turns out I was right and he was a fucking creep. Yeah, he was a creep. You know, and it's like, it's like yeah, if you were, had gone, gone to school and you were still dating, like, you know, and then he graduated and went to college, like, okay, that's this part where it's, like, socially acceptable. And I did do that. So, you know, don't throw eggs at me. But, like, it was weird. The whole thing. It's really bad. Don't watch it. Actually, Becca texted me earlier today and she was like, have you... Okay, I'll just, like, read it because I'm I'm holding my phone in my hand. I might as well. Um... Okay, she said, is Sierra Burgess worth watching? I said, we're going to talk about it on the pod. It's terrible. No, in it's all caps. not. And she said, and I'm sad about it. LOL, good looking out. You two are truly performing a public service. That saves me a couple hours. And I'm so sad because I, lo- I just, like I said, I love Shannon Purser. We love all of them. I'll see a, no- I'll see a Noah Centineo and pretty much anything he puts out. I watched the Havana video twice in a week. And it's like Amelia pretty Cabella. silly. Um, yeah, because I don't like that girl from Vine, like, whatever her face is, who plays a sister. Oh. Mm. She's friends with Logan Paul. Ew. I know. Logan Paul was dating the main girl in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and they very recently broke up. Recently? Really? Yeah. Not, like, in January of this year? No. Okay. That's a fuck up. And I was like, what are you doing? Okay, Logan, do you want to give, like, 30 seconds Logan Paul backstory? Oh, yeah. In case you weren't paying attention to social media in January of 2018, Logan Paul is this, like, shock jock, viner dude turned YouTube dude who decided it would be a fun fucking idea to travel to Japan and, first of all, like, make fun of their culture at every turn. And, second of all, go into what has been called Japan's suicide forest which is very upsetting because Japan has, like, a very high suicide rate compared to other nations. And he stumbles across um, someone's body and proceeds to make jokes about it and film it and put it on the internet. So he was forced to, like, pretty much immediately apologize and take the video down. But he's still, like, profiting off this whole bullshit. He's a bad person. That's the beginning and the end of the story. So, anyway, in case you didn't know. Yeah. We got to start so talking far. about yeah. that? So, we went from Noah Centineo to oh, uh, Camila to... Cabello's Havana video to that one girl from Vine. I right. think she's from right, Argentina right, right, right. or okay. Colombia or Venezuela. Um, Logan Paul. And she's friends with Logan Paul, and that's how we got here. Okay. Well, backing it up, um, please don't watch this movie. Please save yourself the two hours of misery we endured to bring you this podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's like like a sick day movie for if you're, like, have had so much, like, you know, 
cough medicine in your system that you can't follow any plot because the plot's not that easy to follow anyway you might as well just let it like slowly wash over you you but also like only if You've seen everything else. Like, if you've yeah. seen literally every other movie You could on watch Netflix, it. You could probably watch it on a mute and it'd be more fun. You just look at how pretty everyone is. They are very pretty. Everybody in the film. It's got Cameron from um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, yeah. It does. Maggie was really excited about that. <laughs> uh, when Cameron was in Egypt. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Let my Cameron... <laughs> And also, everyone in that movie was way too forgiving because mm-hmm. the th- okay, okay, actually, <laughs> here Le- we go. Lita is gesticulating. <laughs> everyone in this movie was remarkably unlikable, except Noah, C- Noah Centineo's character, Jamie. Jamie, because cheerleader was kind of a bitch. She was super mean. Um, like, and it took energy to be how mean she was. Yes, that's true. Like, she put true. effort. It wasn't, like, casual mean. It was, like, let me plan out how to be mean to you specifically. Yeah. And dedicate time and energy into that. And I'm like, who has the time in high school to be that mean? God, take an extracurricular. She's cheerleading. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. Sierra Burgess. Apart from... The thing that Anne mentioned earlier where she pretends to be deaf because she's a dumbass. That was so bad. Um, What she does is she puts a picture of cheerleader and her college ex-boyfriend kissing. She posts it on Instagram. I had buried this memory because it was so annoying. And then someone, because apparently everyone in high school is so absorbed with everyone else. I know. Some unnamed character for fun. Like plugs it into the, I don't even know, like Uh, the scoreboard. Like that, that part of the scoreboard where like random shit happens. I don't know. You yeah. Know, like sometimes there are like graphics and stuff. Where they have graphics. You know We're what I'm not. talking about. Um, like if, they, if there were a touchdown, it would say touchdown. And yeah, have a exactly. little animation. Exactly. We, what was it about the picture? The Jumbotron. No. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's called the Jumbotron. Um, <laughs> that took so You long. don't come here for the sports content. We would just like <laughs> to point that out. Um, sorry, I need to look something up because I don't remember it. Um, so just give me a second, friends. Was it the caption on the Instagram? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like, um, something about being dumped. That's what I remember. Okay. <laughs> I said I remembered, but I didn't. <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. But that's okay. That's what Wikipedia is for. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. This is a really long, oh my God. I forgot about that too. Um, oh, Veronica, that's cheerleaders. Oh, of course it is. Um, oh, okay, 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 okay. As revenge, she decides to expose the fact that Veronica was dumped by her ex-boyfriend over DM. Oh, dumped over DM. That's what it was. But there also was a picture. Yeah, but it's like, without context, it's kind of confusing. If you see a picture of a couple and the caption is dumped over DM, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I mean, breakups are hard. I, it's... The pettiness. Anyway, so she posts that in a fit of rage because Veronica kisses Jamie for realsies. Um, because Veronica is used to people not treating her super well. And Jamie is really, really nice. So you can't really blame her for 
Yeah, and Jamie was into her in the first place. Yeah, it's so true. Like, he gave her his number. Um, so, the amount of shit that people pull and then get forgiven for, like, all Sierra Burgess does is write a song called Sunflower, and Veronica forgives her for that super shitty invasive thing that she did. And, and also, you said the song wasn't even that good. It wasn't. Wait, why did I say it wasn't good? I'm sure I was right. The piano is so simplistic, oh. you said. <laughs> such an asshole Uh, okay it's only because i used to compose music for like creative projects in high Mm -hmm. school because it was easier than doing anything else and it's really hard to like critically judge music if you are in fact not a music teacher so my english professors were like great this is so fantastic and it didn't even have to be that good anyway it'd be like if somebody Gave somebody, like, knitted somebody an apology hat. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, that hat looks like fucking garbage. They shouldn't have used that stitch. Like, that's basically what the analogous situation yes. is. Um, so she writes the song. Veronica forgives her. And then Jamie forgives her for the catfishing, the lying, Ooh. the pretending to be deaf. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, thing on top it's of thing on top of much. thing. And he's like, I like you. And then they kiss. And Anne and I were both like... What is happening? Like, she had no redeeming qualities by the end. Like, she was a bad person. Being, like, super cute, she and a professor. That was her redeeming quality. But, like, that. But we're supposed to believe in the context of the movie that she's not, like, gorgeous. (sighs) The entire thing was really upsetting. And. Yeah, we were not happy when we finished that movie. We I were was like, bummed. this We is... were supposed to record that night, and we we're like, you know what? We don't it's have It's not enough. worth it. Like, that's what we decided. <sighs> anyway, there isn't much else to say about the movie other than don't see it. It's bad. But see everything else that Shannon Presser's in, including Riverdale. I'm going to catch up eventually. Sunday. She's great. Yeah. It's not She's her fault. She's great. And so is Noah Centineo. He's pretty. He... It gets typecast as this, like, really sweet hot guy. And, like, I'm not <laughs> complaining about it. <laughs> is he really young? Is this We need more young? sweet and hot representation. How old is he? I don't know. I think there's been some controversy, but I've been ignoring it. Controversy? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. Um, Noah Centineo was being stalked by fans and caused oh, the experience no. scary. Don't That's do that to That's not Noah. nice, friends. Let's not do that. Oh, my God. 1996. That's my brother's age. He's 22. I mean, I've, I've swiped right on people over 22. That's I don't even confession. have people who are 22 on my Tinder. I probably shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. If you could have gone to high school together... It's okay. Plus or minus three and a half years. It just, it totally depends. My rule has been my age plus seven years. That's the standard rule. So I don't you go don't younger. You don't go minus. You don't go minus. I don't go younger. Um, uh, probably a good strategy. But that's just me. But the young folks just love me, Lita. You know, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um. So today... We thought long and hard-ish about what else we were going to talk about today, and this week was just too hard, so we were like, we really want to take care of ourselves this weekend. Um, so we made shepherd's pie and mm, apple crisp, yeah. which we're going to eat after. <laughs> and I 
fucked up my hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure yeah. And cut her finger on a mandolin. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, I'm just not happy about it. It was unfortunate. Um, and so we decided to watch the movie Jumanji because we talked about Jumanji in my birthday pod. I do not remember how it came up at all. Um, but we talked about Jumanji for like a little while. Um, and we watched it today and it was delightful. I, the, yeah, the new Jumanji with The Rock and Karen Gillan and Jack, Jack Black. Black and Kevin Hart. Yes. Uh, and those young people who, the only person I know is Nat Wolf's brother and I don't even know oh, his name. I just know him as Nat Wolf's from brother. Hereditary. And My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> um oh and tom hanks's son colin hanks oh yeah he just end. showed and nick jonas <laughs> spoiler alert nick jonas is in jumanji we didn't know no how did we not know i don't know i have no idea um yeah this movie had like a lot of random people at one point someone showed up and i was like who is that guy oh he was the dad from heart of dixie oh yeah yeah i remember that um okay what else okay most of the other notes i have are from the end of the movie so do you have any comments about the movie jumanji it's the video game version follow-up to the original jumanji starring robin williams basically the board game that is jumanji it's demonic i bet is uh realizing that in the 90s 1996 to be specific it's no longer super relevant as a board game it's like well if i'm gonna be a demonic thing that traps children i gotta (laughs) adapt so some dad takes home this board game to his kid he's like hey i got you a gift there's not really a lot of context there and the kid's like i'm fine okay he puts it on top of his shelf it starts flashing and whatnot and he's like, what the heck? And he opens it back up, and there's a little cartridge in there. And he's like, oh, I'll just put this in my Atari or whatever. Starts playing in it. My Atari. Obviously gets sucked into the game and stuck there for 20 years, a la Robin Williams' character in the original Jumanji. So that kid's name is Alex. 20 years later, uh, these four different kids get put in attention, uh, breakfast club style, mm-hmm. and their task is to go into the storage room and remove staples from magazines so they can be recycled. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but there like, was a lot of magazines and uh, there's like two dump trucks full of magazines and they're like, Fuck that. we're going to play this um, video game we found on this AV equipment instead. I don't know how the video game got there. Don't worry about it. They obviously get sucked into the video game, put into different bodies, including the rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart and Karen. What's her name? Gillen. Yeah. From Dr. Who, if you remember. And, I do. um, Selfie. the fucking, no, well, yes, but also Marvel. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Gardens, Guardians of the Galaxy and Infinity War. Yeah. She, yeah. Anyway. She's making the big bucks now. Nebula. Nebula. She's all blue and bald. Mm-hmm. Um, not in this movie though. In this no. movie she's normal and has like long, uh, red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these four kids get put in those bodies and hijinks ensue and they get to beat the game. In order to leave the game, and they only have three lives each to do it. So, high pressure stakes. I was wrong. I thought that Nat Wolf's brother, I should look up his name so I don't have to keep calling him Nat Wolf's brother. Devin Wolf. Charles Is that a guess? (laughs) Oh, you're just guessing. Um, (laughs) Uh, Jumanji. Chaz Wolf. Chaz? What the Uh, fuck? Dylan Wolf. <laughs> That's the same. 
Was that Becca's guess? Maybe. I don't know. Um, okay, I can tell you in a minute. Kyle Wolf. <laughs> Alex Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, where was I even? Well, his character. You were surprised about it somehow. I thought that not Wolf's brother. I called this from the very beginning. I thought he was going to be into Bethany, the like, and you know, popular yeah, blonde yeah. girl. I was like, like oh, oh, then Nerd's going to be into the blonde. And I was like, yeah, probably. I was wrong. No, the Nerd was into the shy girl and the shy girl was into the Nerd. And Bethany was into Nick Jonas. <laughs> I mean, we were all into Nick Jonas. We Jones. were all into Not Nick Jonas. Not only was he Nick Jonas, he was a pilot whose strength is making margaritas. Like, that is a dream man. He looked good. He did look good. He got that, like, little bit of a beard. And maybe also it was helped by the fact that I don't, I'm not particularly attracted to Jack Black or Kevin Hart. So He was the hottest guy in the room? Well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, well, a bitch. Well, after the Rock, obviously. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, but they're, like, very different styles of hot. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's buff hot and there's the, like, swell. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was wrong. That was not a thing that happened. Which I was kind of pleasantly surprised by. Yeah. Break it down. Yeah. Mix it up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. what. Oh, yeah. And then Nick Jonas in the real world becomes Colin Hanks. Yeah. And I made the joke that, like... (laughs) Okay. So they walk to his house, the four kids, after they escape the video game. Yeah. They're like, and yeah, if you end, if you beat the game all the way through to the end, you get reset back to when you got sucked into the game. So that means that 1996 Alex got to be 1996 Alex again instead mm-hmm. of jumping ahead 20 years in time, um, the way Robin Williams had done in the original, because Robin Williams had not yet finished the game, if you remember Jumanji canon the way that I do. I don't. So I'm glad you do. Um,. So I made the joke. I was like, oh, my God, what if Nick Jonas is now Joe Jonas? He wasn't. <laughs> but I thought it would have been funny. It would have been funny. <laughs> and Colin Hanks and Joe Jonas don't look that different. So I think you're on the right track. And then, okay, this was weird. We, like, were kind of on board, but we were also kind of not on board. So Bethany saves... Nick Jonas's life mm-hmm. by doing CPR, which transfers one of her three lives to his. And he's then telling all of the kids about his family um, because Bethany to her, like this just happened. So yeah, Nick like Jonas three hours ago was her love interest. She was super She's got the hots it. for him. Yeah. As Jack Black, which was a time. Um, so he's telling them about his kids, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this kid. I don't remember the first kid's name." Um, and then nobody does. <laughs> and then my daughter, Bethany, and we were all like, "Oh, <laughs> that feels weird." It was like heartwarming, but also weird. Yeah, because there had been this like romantic energy between them, yeah. but also like I get it. She saved his life. He was like, "Oh, this was really meaningful to me." Like it makes sense, but the fact that like. All of a sudden, there's this 35-year-old man telling this 15-year-old girl, oh, I named my daughter after you. That felt weird. It felt weird. It is weird. Mm -hmm. The other thing I wrote down was when I wrote Anne losing her shit over the sentimentality of one life to live. Oh, my God. (laughs) At the beginning, when they're in the 
detention, the principal, who's Kevin from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the judge character name, yeah. on Good Place. Um, he's one of the demons. Um, he's like, you know, you have to really think about who you are in this moment. You only have one life, and you got to think about how you're going to spend it. He's the principal, and that's his speech in the detention. And at the very end of the film... When they're, like, talking about how they all, like, only have... Or they're, like, down to one life um, on their video game, like, lives. Um, he's like, I don't know. Like, like, Spencer, the main character, he's like, I don't know. Uh, the Rock, by the way. I'm, I'm so scared. I don't, it's a lot easier to be brave when you only... You know, when you have more than one life. And um, his friend, Fridge, in Kevin Hart's body is like, But, dude, we, we always only ever have one life. And you just have to decide how you're going to spend it. And I was like, oh, like the principal said at the beginning, it's a throwback. Uh, um, it was sweet. It was good book ending. <laughs> it was. It got me. It got me. It got after, her really bad. After three glasses of wine, I was like, oh, I see what you did. Um, okay, I'm going to pose a question to you. Would Nat Wolf's brother, Alex Wolf, be famous without Nat Wolf? I don't know who Nat Wolf is. Who's Nat Wolf? Oh, okay. He's famous because of Hereditary. And like it threw Alex me off Wolf in is. this movie. Yeah, because I was like, oh, that's the kid from Hereditary. Oh, he's looking spooked like he did the entire movie, Hereditary. And it's giving me a spooky feeling. Um, Nat Wolf was most notably in the terrible John Green um, movie adaptation of... Paper Towns. Oh. Yeah. Let me, I'm going to Google this fella. With um, Cara Delevingne. Mm-hmm. Cara Delevingne can't really act. I'm sorry. She just She's can't. got eyebrows. She doesn't need to act. Um, It was a really, really bad movie. Uh, What else was he in? Oh, my God. He's 23. Oh, yeah. He was in Home Again. Oh, we need to watch that movie. Was he? He was in Fault in Our Stars? I don't remember him being in The Fallen Our Stars. Actually, I didn't see The Fallen Our Stars. That's why. That's what I only that's read what the book. The internet's telling He's, me. Yeah, I saw that. Well, I mean, he obviously wasn't the main character because Ansel Elgore was the main oh, character. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Um, he was also in The Intern, which I vaguely remember. Oh, he's in Death Note, which I didn't see. Oh, that's the movie. He was in Stuck in Love, which was on Netflix for a while. Maybe it still is on Netflix. Where he, I think, was in love with Lily Collins. Yeah. And it was one of those movies where you're, like, seeing these different threads that all come together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. And Logan Lerman was in it, too. And I always mix up Logan Lerman with the other guy, but it doesn't really matter. You're making a face. What's the face? I'm just reading a lot of things on this Wikipedia. Mostly I'm disturbed that this kid, Alex Wolf, who's Spencer in Jumanji, is born in 1997. So he's younger than my younger brother. He's 21. He was very spooky and hereditary, I gotta say. He did a good job. Okay, so maybe maybe he would still be famous. Yeah. I don't know. I just always think that's interesting. Well, because you didn't see hereditary because it's too spooky. It's true. I, don't I gotta say, scary. I almost walked out of hereditary because it was too spooky. Who was in hereditary? Uh, that Australian actress who was in that show about how United States of Terra, she has two personalities and she was in Muriel's wedding 
She was a little Miss Sunshine. Okay. And uh, one of those character actresses who's from Game either of... the Americans or the Leftovers. Tony Collette? Yeah, Tony Collette. She's okay. the mom. There we go. Anyway. Yeah. And there's also in Hereditary, it's either Margot Martindale or someone who looks just like her who's from The Leftovers. Hmm. Watch a lot of TV. I mean, watch Jumanji. It's fun. It's great. There's The Rock. There's Karen G. Nick Jonas. Everyone Kevin Hart is fine. Silly He's shenanigans. That one guy who gets typecast and everything, who's married to Rose Byrne. What's his name? The evil guy. Oh, evil guy from Boardwalk Empire. And from... I thought that was Billy Zane. It's Bob... no. Bobby... Fuck. Uh, Give me one second. I know who he's. It's not Billy Zane from Titanic. It's the guy who plays the same character. But But they look they look vaguely similar. But Bobby Cannavale. That's the guy. Cannavale. I don't know how to say his name, but it doesn't really matter. Um. Yeah, he always gets typecast as some evil guy. Yeah, he's plays it well, man. That's true. He, does. he had bugs crawling under his ears. Yeah, that was really, really What was gross. that about? That was really Not gross. into it. Uh, any last thoughts about Jumanji? I like that they had a jungle setting that didn't feel colonialist. Hmm. Because I think that was the strength of the original Jumanji, is that the main villain, also named Van Pelt, um, was a British legionnaire dude. Like, mm. you're not trying to, like, battle of the natives you're like there's this sinister colonialist force that is the big bad that you have to deal with so anyway colonialism is evil colonial yeah it is i like movies that tell that story do you want to talk about american vandal yes okay american vandal is great the second season just got released i binge watched all of it this weekend I think it's so good because it is very, feels very real in terms of like the way it talks about high school when it's like being in high school. And I'm always like, oh my gosh, I remember we had a kid in my high school. It was just like that. It's great. Also, it lets us think and grapple with ideas and social concepts that are hard in a way that is silly and fun and therefore it's manageable. So, American Vandal, season two, it's all about this uh, Catholic high school in Bellevue, Washington, where they have a series of poop-related crimes, which are silly as hell. Um, But they're like, who's doing the crimes? Who's doing the poop crimes? Um, But they get into, like, different kinds of privilege and what it's like to, like, try to be a woman who speaks out about something try to get believed and it's really hard when you're coming up against like institutions and like athletic programs and like catfishing and stuff like that so i was like oh my god this show's really good and also it's not making me want to like turn away and be stressed out it's making me want to keep watching i love american vandal watch season two also season one is great because it's all about who drew the dicks on these cars just fun pranks, you know? I just want to see more mysteries about shit that doesn't matter instead of mysteries about who got fucking murdered. Please. Thanks. That's my rant. That was a good rant. Lita, 
you're not into American Vandal. Well, Why not? Well, to be fair, I only tried to watch the first episode of the first season, and I think it just, like, was not what I was in the mood for. It's fair. Um, I'm also, like, not really into true crime as a concept, so I could understand that it was satirical in a way, but not in a way that, like, meant anything to me, because I don't care about true crime. Yeah. I think you hit it spot on because what American Vandal is very good at doing is it's the perfect pastiche or satire of true crime. Like it takes all of the storytelling like techniques and concepts and um, vibes for lack of any kind of a better word. And it applies them to stupid shit, Um, which is great. Because you start to realize, like, oh my gosh, I, like, have to binge watch this show. I have to keep watching. I have to watch every single episode. And it's a result, not necessarily you're like, oh my god, I'm fascinated by this murder. It's like, this is the storytelling technique. Like, they have a little twist right at the very end that gets you hooked into watching the next episode every time. And the fact that it's so self-aware and it's really well executed and you actually do care about the characters and they're fully fleshed out and it engages with politics and it hires writers of color. American Vandal is so important. I'm just overwhelmed. Um, but I think it is directed at people who enjoy true crime, but maybe you're also worried about why they enjoy true crime so much. Mm. I like the idea of it a lot. Right now it doesn't appeal to me. That isn't to say it won't mm. at another point in time. Next time you have, like, a sick day and you're like, I don't know what to watch. Yeah. Last time I was sick, I watched all of Love Sick, which used to be called Scrotal Recall <laughs> on Netflix. I forgot about that show. Uh, it's delightful. I don't think I ever would have watched it when it was called Scrotal Recall. Um, but it's a delightful show. Anyway. Successful name change. There you it, go. It was. I, Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. Um, Nobody likes thinking about scrotums. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Um, in terms of TV shows, I'm going to talk about a show that I am excited for is not the right way to put it. I am a little bit concerned about, but I will also probably watch it. So here goes. The only show I think that has ever been on CBS that's worth watching is The Good Wife. Uh, I feel like everything else they make is trash, and I don't know why The Good Wife was, like, their diamond in the rough, this, like, really good show, and everything else is, like, kind of offensive comedy, you know? Do you think it's a Les Moonves thing? <sighs> I hope he didn't have anything to do with The Good Wife. Oh, I don't think he, like, made The Good Wife. I think he prevented The Good Wife from being a bigger thing than it was. Oh. That's the tea I heard. Okay, I haven't, I haven't looked at anything since the original two stories broke so um anyway also my mom found out ronan farrow was gay like two weeks ago which i thought was really funny because i was making my parents listen to love it or leave it or pod save america or something when we were in the car and i was like yeah john love it he dates ronan farrow my mom was like ronan farrow's gay and i was like yes 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 he is according to all the fic that i've read (laughs) According to their relationship that's been <laughs> that's, going on since 2011. It's canon. <laughs> it is. No, it is. Um, okay. So, oh, yeah. The Good Wife. 
This new show on CBS is nothing like The Good Wife. It is loosely based on a period of time when Harry Styles lived with Ben Winston in his and his wife's attic. Um, So it's about a couple and it's Amber Stevens West and the guy from New Girl. His name is Coach. Oh, the hot one. Yeah. Anyway, her and Coach from New Girl, and they somehow acquire this British teen pop star living with them, and it's like the trials and tribulations of that scenario, and Harry Styles is is an executive producer, and it looks like it's going to be really bad, and that's kind of unfortunate to me because I don't want it to be bad, but I'm sure it's going to be bad. You explain this to me. I'm like, who? What? Because it's like, oh, yeah, you know, that standard thing. Having a British pop star in your attic. Everybody goes through that, right? So relatable. I'm like, I don't follow. But it's funny because it actually did happen. Like, he lived in their attic for a year and a half. That's a long time to live in someone's attic. Why was he in their attic? Dude, I, I think he was searching for some sense of normalcy. Like, this was years ago. Like, when his life was fucking off the rails. Like, while he was in One Direction? Yeah. He could have afforded his own apartment. Well, maybe he didn't want to be alone. He could have had roommates. Like, not a... He didn't have to live in somebody else's You know, I don't know, Anne. I don't know his life. I don't know why he made those decisions. He also probably didn't really need his own house because he was never there. That's true. He just so, needs to sleep. Yeah. Um, anyway, I've loved Amber Stevens West ever since Greek, which was... A great show on ABC Family when it was still ABC Family uh, with Kelsey Grammer's daughter, Spencer Grammer. And we love Coach. He's great. Again, I think the show is going to be really bad. It's called Happy Together. I will be watching at least the first episode. I think Anne's looking it up right now. Yeah. But also, like, can anyone cast as the, like, pseudo Harry Styles character be as charming as Harry Styles? Like, I feel like no. Harry Styles is all charm all the time. I feel like this will be the show's downfall. Is it's like you are not Harry Styles, and that is the problem. Do you know who plays the Harry Styles character? Uh, he's someone I didn't know. He's just like some random British dude. Fe- I think it's Felix Mallard. That sounds right. No, wait, what? I clicked on a link that said Felix Mallard, and it took me to somebody who has a completely different name. Felix Mallard. Uh, oh, yeah, I think he's mostly been on British TV. He was on Neighbors, which is a British show. Oh, he only has five acting credits, and one of them is Happy Together. Yeah, I think because I just, I clicked on Felix Mallard, and it redirected me to his character's Wikipedia page. He's literally Not only his. been in Neighbors and Neighbors, like, spinoff or affiliated shows. Neighbors is not the movie with it's a show the um the frat house next door to no what's that called it's also called neighbors i don't know what that's called i have no idea what that is it has um the main guy from high school musical zach efron yeah oh oh my god you're thinking of yeah neighbors the movie with rose Byrne, bringing it back to rose Byrne and seth rogan yeah but this is a british show neighbors with a u Oh, neighbors. Neighbors. 
Oh, actually, it's not even fucking British. It's an Australian soap opera. Is he Australian? Maybe. What a... Okay. I've heard of it, but I don't know anything about it. Australian soap opera exploring the lives and relationships of the residents of Ramsey Street in Aaronsboro. That means nothing to me, uh, but I hear about it, so I guess some people like it. Cool. Um, so that's on my radar. I'll probably talk about it a little bit. It'll probably be really disappointing and that I'm like, this show is terrible. But, you know, E.P. Harry Styles, like, I don't really have a choice in watching it. I just don't. Yeah. Otherwise, we're excited for fall TV to come back. That's going to be good. Um, and then we're not going to play any games today. We're not feeling it. I'm sorry. We're having a bad week. We don't want to play games. Cranky, man. Slice my finger. We're cr- <laughs> And that was just like the culmination of an already so terrible I week. I literally was like rinsing my finger off in the sink and I was like, don't cry. It doesn't have to mean that you're, like, you know, everything's crashing down. It can just be the fact that you sliced your hand. It's okay. The shepherd's pie was delicious. I successfully stopped myself from crying, but, like, it was close. I wouldn't have minded. But I know. That's because we're friends. Finally, I have an announcement. Because I want to end things on a happier note than um, the shit show that is Oregon's November ballot. Um... It was brought to my attention by my father (laughs) (laughs) that although our podcast is very entertaining and fun, sometimes it can go over people's heads because we drop a lot of references. We drop a lot of references and catches me a lot of the time, but she does not catch me every time. I get a lot of your references. Yeah. It's, you know, it is what it is. Um, So I've been told that aspects of our podcast can be less accessible than people would like them to be. So, coming soon. I'm not going to say exactly when because I don't want to hold myself to something and then have to back off. But coming very soon, we will start to include episode guides. So, you can follow along. You can look at pictures of Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra or look at pictures of (laughs) Shannon Purser and Noah Centineo. Are they cute together? Let us know. Tweet us. (laughs) At Podcolumpsit. Hashtag Nick and Priyanka. Shout out to Becca. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Um, stuff like that. Or when we reference a YouTube video like Ariana Grande singing Just a Little Bit of Your Heart or Megan Trainer and Charlie Puth's Kiss at whatever awards that was. We drop a lot of references. Thank you, Michael, for pointing out that we could offer some additional resources. So I don't know in what form they are going to be. But they will exist soon. And I'm excited about them. And it's going to be great. Another thing that I really want coming soon, although I'm not going to put as strict like a timeline on this, is live streaming. Oh. Because I was like, the Emmys. Like, that could totally be a reason why we would just, like, get together. Laptop. Quick, you know in the moment reactions because <laughs> normally we try to be prompt but we're not like the no. vast majority of the time no we'll watch something and we'll record about it and then three weeks later <laughs> the episode will come out <laughs> and you know what we're working on it it's fine Anne's about to have a lot more time becca's about to have yeah. a lot more time we're working on it but i think it could be really good i think we would be 
we would be good live streamers. I'll say I was inspired by the most recent Love It or Leave It, which was an interesting episode because instead of the usual live show that they record on Thursday nights, um, Friday nights, whatever night of the week it is, it like Love It was sick, so they had to record like in the office the next day, and they just gathered all their interns and like employees together to be their audience and um recorded it that way and honestly having like a very small audience just giggle in the background made it sound so fun so if we just had like a live show with like our vips our number one fans um that'd be so much pressure that's something we should do you know we should do that for our one year anniversary in december yeah isn't that in december january we start at the start of the year we probably recorded in December. Really oh, January. but we didn't release until January. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Anyway, there's stuff coming down the pike. There's always stuff coming down the pike. We're... If you have ideas, tweet us at Vodka Lem Stand. Or on the submission form on our website, vodkalemonadestand.com. Boom. Crushed it. Okay, we'll be back. Who knows what we're going to talk about? I don't. But we're going to cheers our empty glasses now. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers.